This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning into this episode of my podcast, which is brought to you by La Touraine, the best affordable luxury watches and accessories on the market. Go to their website, latouraine.com, L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com, and then use my promo code at checkout. Three capital letters, A-H-S. That will get you 10% off your entire order at latouraine.com. This is also brought to you by Pick'em Wars, free-to-play contests, real cash prizes. Check them out at pick'emwars.com for your chance to win today. We have Team Clicks. It is team branded sunglasses and blue light blockers. Team branded, all teams, all sports. The sunglasses are super cool and fashionable. So are the blue light blockers. I use the blue light blockers daily. I write for a living. I write sports articles. So I'm always staring at either a computer screen or my phone. My eyes get fatigued, but not anymore now that I have blue light blockers from teamclicks.com. That's T-E-A-M-C-L-I-X.com. And then use my promo code, all capital letters, Adam Holst sports all caps no spaces that'll get you your best offers at teamclicks.com that same promo code all capital letters no spaces adam hulse sports will get you your best offers at fanatics.com as well fanatics has team branded everything you need clothes accessories everything you're looking for you can find it at fanatics.com i would like to thank everybody who's come out and supported on the rave on sports app i have been hosting the big cowboys game on the Rave On Sports app. We battle chat with the opposing team. We follow with all the action live. Everybody who's joined me there, we've had a lot of fun. If you haven't checked it out yet, you should download their app. It's called Rave On Sports. I will be back again this Sunday for the Cowboys versus Chiefs game on the Rave On Sports app. Join me there. And one more thing I want to mention before we get into this episode of the podcast. If you are someone who's interested in getting into the sports content world, if you want to start writing articles about any sport that you love writing about and looking for a way to get into the industry, I have an opportunity for you. Go to BorderFuelSports.com. They are hiring more writers for all sports right now. They're looking to grow their team. So if you're someone who's ever thought about wanting to write about sports, now is your chance to give it an opportunity go to borderfuelsports.com fill out an application and then put my name adam hulse on the referral line so that they know i sent you at borderfuelsports.com and okay i would just like to mention that all of those great offers that i just ran through right now you can find them all in one place and that's on my twitter page at adam hulse sports is where you can find me on twitter i always have my pin tweet at the top of my page it has my most recent episode of the podcast and then you look in the comment section of that tweet and i have listed off all of these great offers that i just listed on this podcast there is direct links to all of them so it's really easy to find all in one place at my twitter page at adam hole sports and make sure you follow me as well while you're there okay so it is now time to dive into this episode of the podcast it is week 11 of the nfl season week 11 already we are well past the halfway point as the great yogi Berra used to say it's getting late early We are getting really into it now with the NFL. Teams are going to start dropping out of playoff contention. They're going to start being eliminated pretty soon. This is the time of year where we really see what teams are made of, who's going to get hot down the stretch, who's going to have momentum going into the postseason when it gets here. We're really getting down there. There are only eight more weeks left of the regular season. 
I will, of course, be giving you my Week 11 picks on this episode, as I have been doing every week. First, let's recap how Week 10 went for us. We entered Week 10 with a 23-26 and 26 overall record on the season. We got a winning week in Week 10. We came out ahead on our five picks. Let's start with the winners. I had Jags getting 10.5 points. I said that I thought that they would compete in that game and maybe even win it. They did not win the game. They did cover the 10.5. They played the Colts tough. Watch out for the Jags down this back stretch of the season. They may not win a whole lot of games, but I think they're going to be a tough out for a lot of teams. I think they're going to be pesky. I think that they are still motivated with the progress of Trevor Lawrence, and I think the Jags can be one of those teams down the stretch where if you sleep on them and look past them, they might upset a team or two that they're not supposed to. So keep an eye on the Jags in this back part of the season. They are still playing very tough right now, and they've actually been improving week over week. So keep an eye on the Jags. We won that one last week getting 10 and a half and then I had the Chiefs minus two and a half against the Raiders on Sunday Night Football. I said I thought that the Chiefs were going to win big. I thought that the Chiefs were going to make this a statement game on primetime with the whole world watching. Everybody's been down on the Chiefs all year. I think they wanted to put on a performance where, hey, don't forget about us. This is the back part of the season. Postseason's coming, and if we get hot at the right time, we're going to be a dangerous team when the playoffs get here. It could have started this week against the Raiders, and it did. I saw this one coming. I said I thought that they were going to win by multiple touchdowns. They won the game by 27 points. They won 41 to 14, and we easily covered that low two and a half point spread. And then I won my player prop. I had James Conner to score an anytime touchdown. He did score one. We had a great price at that at minus 135, so we cashed that one in. Those were our three wins, our two losses. I mean, the one was baffling. Maybe not necessarily baffling that they didn't cover the spread, but they lost the game straight up, and that was the Bucks against the Washington football team. Really baffling loss for the Buccaneers. They were coming off of a loss against the Saints, and then they head into a bye week. You would think that after a loss and with the bye to clean some stuff up, that they would come out hot, that they would be looking to make a statement in this game, playing the worst pass defense in the NFL with the Washington football team. You thought Tom Brady would have a big day, or at least I thought Tom Brady would have a big day. Not what happened. Not only did they not cover the nine and a half points, they lost that game straight up. So the Bucks have now lost two straight. They've looked pretty bad in those two losses. They need to clean some stuff up down the stretch. Interesting stat for the Buccaneers. They are 5-0 this season when Antonio Brown plays. When Antonio Brown is out, they are only 1-3. So his health, which he's banged up right now, it looks like this week again, he's probably not going to play again. He still hasn't practiced. The health of Antonio Brown might be the key to the Buccaneers down the stretch this season. And then my fifth and final game from last week, I had the under 46.5 in the Browns-Patriots game. I thought that would be a defensive battle, low-scoring game. I felt like it was a coin flip and could go either way. Well, I was half right. The Patriots defense showed up big time. They held the Browns to seven points. I would have thought going into it that if the Patriots held the Browns to seven, this under definitely would have hit. Unfortunately, it didn't because the Browns gave up 45 points to the Patriots. So despite the Browns only scoring seven, the over still hit, and it hit by a pretty wide margin too. It hit 52 points, though the Browns only scored seven. So under 40 46 and a half was a miss. 
Those were my five picks from week 10. I went three and two in those five picks. Nice little winning week to pull us up to 26 and 28 so far on the season. We're still two games under 500. We're going to try to make up that deficit this week, get the momentum rolling after a winning week last week. And in week 11, I am back to having five picks once again. This week, all five of my plays are spread plays. I have no totals this week, no player props this week. All five games that I like are going to be against the spread. And the first one that I'm going to start with is this Minnesota Vikings against Green Bay Packers game. Okay, so this is one of the games this week where the points spread is very interesting to me. Right now, the Packers are only giving one point. Very strange to me. Maybe this is a trap game. If it's a trap, I'm going to fall into it because I really like the Packers in this game. The Packers, when Aaron Rodgers plays, they have not lost since week one of the season. That is the last time Aaron Rodgers has lost a game. The Packers lost to the Chiefs, but that was the game that Rodgers missed and Jordan Love started. But with Rodgers under center, they have not lost since week one. They are on the very top of most power rankings right now. The Packers have looked great. Their defense has been incredible. I mean, when you think about the Packers before the season, it was always going to be all about Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones on the offensive side. Their defense has actually outperformed their offense to this point. They are a top three defense in the NFL right now. They're one of only two teams that are in the top three of both yardage and scoring. The Packers and the Bills are the only two teams who are both top three in both of those rankings. So the Packers defense playing lights out right now. The Packers are going to be an extremely dangerous team if their defense can keep this up through the rest of the season. If their defense can play well and just keep every game super close and the other team low scoring, Aaron Rodgers is almost always going to do enough to win those games. It's a very, very dangerous combination with Aaron Rodgers having this good of a defense right now. Their offense has underperformed kind of to this point. I mean, Rodgers has been efficient. He's always efficient, but he's not lighting up the stat sheet like he can do. I have to think at some point he's going to get red hot as he always does and if this defense is playing good too the Packers are going to be extremely tough for anybody to beat and this week they get the Minnesota Vikings who have been all over the place this season they've been up and down some weeks they look like they should be a playoff team other weeks they look like they have no business anywhere near the playoffs they've lost a couple of heartbreakers this season that could have gone either way but when I think about the Vikings and I think about Kirk Cousins he often underperforms in the most important games This is a very important game for the Vikings. It's, of course, against division rivals, the Packers, the ones who have been leading the North the whole season are probably going to win the North. The Vikings are a fringe-type NFC playoff team right now. They sit at 4-5 and on the season. A win here would not only get them a huge confidence boost against a team like the Packers, it would get them back to 500 on the season. They'd be 5-5 and with seven games to go, and they'd be in great shape to make a run at the playoffs. There's a big difference difference between four and six and five and five so it's a very very important game for the Vikings against a tough opponent but just from what I usually see Kirk Cousins usually gives his worst performances in the biggest spot so I just don't see the Vikings carving out any way to win this game I think that the point spread is strange being that it's only one point as I said before if this is a trap by the bookmakers I'm gonna fall into the trap because I can't not take 
Packers minus one. Absolutely love this line. I think the Packers take care of business pretty easily. That's my first play of the week. Packers minus one. Okay, moving on to the second game now. And it's one of the most interesting storylines of the week where we have Cam Newton coming back and starting for the Carolina Panthers against his old head coach, who's now coaching the Washington football team. So it's Cam versus Ron Rivera. Very interesting stuff. Look, I'm not exactly sure what kind of quarterback Cam Newton is at this point in his career. Last season with the Patriots, he was still very good running the ball, but he was pretty bad in the passing game. Look, some of that can be credited to the complete lack of talent and lack of weapons that the Patriots offense had last season. He had really nobody to throw the ball to. That's not the same deal in Carolina. They do have weapons. They have DJ Moore. They have Christian McCaffrey. They have Robbie Anderson. Much better talent on offense with this Panthers team than what the Patriots had last season. And Cam's going to be working in a favorable system. This Matt Rule, Joe Brady, Carolina Panthers design system. It's favorable for quarterbacks. I think it's going to help Cam Newton get some easy completions, get his confidence going again. We know he can run the ball. He can always run the ball as long as he stays healthy. The Panthers are coming off of a huge win last week where they went to Arizona and beat the Cardinals handily. They won 34-10. to That was a big win for them to get back to 5-5. Five and five. They're now 500 on the season. They've been up and down all year too. They started the season very hot on a winning streak and then they went ice cold and on a losing streak. A lot of this can all be blamed on Sam Darnold. He's been a disaster at quarterback this year. He leads the NFL in interceptions. I think he's lost the locker room. He's lost the confidence of his players. I think the team no longer believes in Sam Darnold. I think changing to Cam Newton is going to give them a new boost of energy. They're going to be excited about these last seven games of the season for them. They are going to have some faith that they can make a run at the playoffs. And Cam Newton gets a nice warm-up game against one of the worst passing defenses in the NFL with Washington. So this should be a good game to get him rolling, kind of ease into the action, maybe get his confidence working. I just expect the Carolina Panthers to win this game. I think that they're the better team from top to bottom. Their defense has been top five this season. And as I said before, I'm not exactly sure what we're going to get out of Cam Newton, but let's be honest here. Can he really be any worse than Sam Darnold was? Probably not. I mean, it has to at least be an upgrade from how terrible Darnold has been. I think that the Panthers have a very real shot at making a run to the playoffs, and I think it starts this week. Actually, it started last week when they got that win over the Cardinals. They'll keep it rolling. They'll get another nice win this week. They're first with Cam Newton back as the starter. Spreads minus three, so give me the Panthers minus three over Washington. Okay, so next up we have the Philadelphia Eagles playing against the New Orleans Saints. I mean, I've mentioned a few teams already on this podcast that have been inconsistent this year, been up and down. Both of these teams do qualify for that as well, especially the Eagles. Some weeks they look like they could be in the bottom three in the entire NFC conference. Other weeks they look like they might actually make a run and compete for a playoff spot. I'm not a big believer in the talent in general that's on the Eagles 
Eagles team. They sit at four and six, so they're definitely not out of the wild card race by any means. And Jalen Hurts, he's having himself a nice season. He's had some dud weeks, but overall, he has looked pretty good. He does look like a competitor for sure. I just don't think that the Eagles really have enough to really make that push all the way towards the playoffs. And then when you look on the other side with the Saints, just a few weeks ago, they were sitting on a three-game winning streak, including that huge upset victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It looked like they were gaining momentum. It looked like they were going to be a very dangerous team. They still could be, but now they're going to have to rebound after two consecutive losses since upsetting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They lost a heartbreaker to the Atlanta Falcons by two points, kind of at the right at the end of the game there. And then they followed that up with a two-point loss again, this time to the Tennessee Titans, who are the hottest team in the NFL. So they didn't get blown out. They competed in both of those games, came right down to the end, didn't swing their way, lost both of them by two points each, and they're now on a two-game losing streak. Look, for me, when I think about the Saints, the first thing that comes to mind for me is Sean Payton and how good of a game planner he is. I think Sean Payton is the number one game planner in the NFL. He's proven time and time again that even when he has injuries, adversity, he's missing a ton of important pieces right now. He still always puts together a solid game plan that always keeps the Saints competitive on offense. And then their defense is awesome as well. Their defense usually steps up big in big spots when they need them the most. They need them really bad this week. They can't afford to lose three in a row. They're five and four. They were five and two before this two-game losing streak. They want to stay well ahead of 500. They want to stay right and own their wild card spot, control their own destiny. I don't really see the Saints losing three games in a row, just my opinion. This defense, Sean Payton, I don't think they're going to lose three consecutive. They were close in both of their losses. They get a vulnerable Eagles team who has been hot and cold all season. I think that their defense... The Saints defense can do a great job stopping Jalen Hurts, making him uncomfortable and not allowing him to get into his rhythm. And somehow, someway, on the road, I think that the Saints are going to design out a victory in this one. They are underdogs in Philadelphia. The Saints are getting two points. I like them on the money line if you want to take the value play there. But as I usually say with NFL games, if you're giving me free points, I'm taking the points. So give me Saints plus two over the Eagles. Okay, so fourth game up, I'm looking at my Dallas Cowboys against the Kansas City Chiefs, which of course you can join me on Sunday afternoon on the Rave On Sports app. I will be hosting the Cowboys versus Chiefs game, so download the Rave On Sports app and join me there 4.30 Eastern for the Cowboys versus Chiefs game. The first thing that jumps out to me when I look at this game is I am very surprised that the Chiefs are the favorites in this one. I understand that they just destroyed the Raiders on national TV last week, so maybe that's where some of this influence comes from. Nationally televised game, big spot, the Chiefs looked phenomenal. But remember, the Chiefs have struggled to really get things going for most of this season. Their offense has not been nearly as dominant as it has been the last few years. It was against the Raiders, but I mean, that was their best game of the season so far. Could that be their turning point? Sure, it could be. 
should be. I did say in my last episode that I thought that the Chiefs would win that game big and start gaining some momentum for this back part of the season, but this is a difficult matchup for them. The Cowboys offense has been unstoppable this season. They are the number one offense in the NFL right now. Dak Prescott has a very strong case at the moment to be winning NFL MVP with how good of a season he's having. The rushing game is working too with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard spelling him. This is the best offense in football and the Chiefs defense has still been a disaster. The Chiefs defense has really not been stopping anybody all season and nobody's been stopping the Cowboys offense all season. I think that's a recipe for the Cowboys to score a ton of points in this game. I know it's a big spot. It's an afternoon game. It's Arrowhead Stadium. The crowd's going to be wild. I understand all that, but I still just don't see any way that this Chiefs defense is going to be slowing down the Cowboys offense. I mean, I'll admit, I think that the Chiefs are going to score some points too. They're going to definitely find ways to score against the Cowboys. I just don't think that they can score as many points as Dak Prescott's going to put up against that very weak Chiefs defense. The Cowboys are going to be able to run the ball. The Chiefs defense does not stop the run well, and they don't stop the pass well either, especially with all the weapons that the Cowboys have. Another thing to remember about the Cowboys is they've been without one of their top options all year in Michael Gallup. I mean, he's their third best receiver now behind CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. Dalton Schultz is having a great year from the tight end position and their two running backs as well, but Michael Gallup is a key piece of their single back three wide receiver offense. He's been out most of the year. He came back last week, had a decent game. He's going to be a key down this stretch for the Cowboys because this has already been an unstoppable offense, like I said, and bringing back Gallup makes them even better than they were before. So as good as the Cowboys offense has been, they can still get better as this year goes on. That should be scary for their opponents. They should have a huge day against a weak Chiefs defense. On paper, I really just don't think that the Cowboys should be underdogs at all in this game. Absolutely love the Cowboys on the money line. You can get a great price on the money line because they are the underdogs in Kansas City. I feel very strongly that the Cowboys are going to win this game. But again, I am going to take the free points. They're giving the Cowboys three. I will definitely take those three points. Give me the Cowboys plus three over the Chiefs. But I absolutely believe that they are going to get the straight up victory. Okay, for the fifth and final game on my slate this week, I am looking to Sunday Night Football. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers going on the road to take on the LA Chargers. The Steelers were on a four-game winning streak before last week. It was the second longest winning streak in the entire NFL behind only the Tennessee Titans, and they had a huge letdown. They didn't lose, but they tied against the winless Detroit Lions. Very disappointing result for the Steelers in that game. I know they were without Ben Roethlisberger. That should not have mattered. They should have been able to win that game even without him. They didn't lose, so I guess there's that, but they really should have got the win against the Lions. They did not. They tied 16-16 to in overtime, so definitely a disappointing one for the Steelers, who were looking hot and looking like they were ready to make a run. And then when you look over at the Chargers, they've struggled lately, too. They started the season 
4-1. and one. They've now lost 3 out of 4 since being 4-1, and one, and they only sit at 5-4 and four now. And even in those last four games, the one game that they did win was against the Philadelphia Eagles, and it was by 3 that they won in the last second. So they barely got away with the victory against the Eagles, and they lost games to the Ravens, the Patriots, and the Vikings. So 3 out of 4 losses for the Chargers. They have not looked at all like they did in the beginning of the season. First part of the year, the Chargers looked like they were going to be real contenders this season with Justin Herbert slinging it all over the place to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. They had this high-powered offense. They had a nice bend-but-don't-break style of defense, good against the pass. They give up a ton of rushing yards, but it looked like the Chargers were going to be super competitive this season, maybe a sneaky contender. They haven't looked like that same team in these last four weeks. I think that they can get a win here against the Steelers. To me, this is a toss-up game. I could see this game going either way. I would not be surprised if the Chargers won the game. Wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers won the game. But I think that it's going to be very close. I think it's going to be well contested. I think it's going to come down to maybe a field goal at the ends for either team. I think it'll be tight from start to finish. So in that case, I'm looking to the team that's getting points, and that is the Steelers. I think that the Steelers are getting too many points in this one. I really do see this as a coin toss. I do not think that the Chargers deserve their five and a half point favorite that they're being considered right now with how bad they've looked over the last four weeks, their struggles. The Steelers, yes, they had that ugly tie against the Lions, but they did just win four games in a row before that after starting the season just one and three. So the Steelers were trending in the right direction. The Chargers are still trending in the wrong direction. Could see this one going either way. I think five and a half is way too many points for the Chargers to be favored by. I think they should maybe be favored by three tops. So because there's those extra points, because it's a little bit heavier than I think it should be, I'm going to take the Steelers getting the five and a half points against the Chargers. Okay, so those are my five picks this week. That wraps them up. I will give them to you one more time really quickly. Packers minus one. Panthers minus three. Saints plus two. Cowboys plus three and Steelers plus five and a half. Those are my five plays for this week. I currently sit at 26 and 28 on the season. I will be looking to get back out of the loss column, get back to at least 500, get back winning, gain some momentum for this backstretch. I'll try to do that with these five picks. We had a winning week last week. Hopefully we'll have another one this week and we'll just keep it rolling from there. But that is all I have for this episode, which has been brought to you by Latu Rain, the best affordable luxury watches and accessories on the market. I buy pickemwars.com three to play sports contests real cash prizes the rave on sports app make sure you download that and join me for the cowboys versus chiefs game this sunday teamclicks.com promo code all caps adam whole sports all caps no spaces that same code will work on fanatics.com and we have border fuel sports as well if you're looking to get into sports writing go fill out an application for them put my name adam Hulse, on the referral line at borderfuelsports.com. 
All of those great offers can all be found in one place on my Twitter page, at Adam Hulse Sports. The pinned tweet at the top of my page has this most recent episode of the podcast, as well as direct links in the comment sections to all of these great offers that I've been throwing out. So go to Adam Hulse Sports on Twitter. Make sure you follow me there as well. I hope you do that. And of course, I hope you come back again next week for another episode of the podcast. Until then, this has been Adam Hulse. Thanks for listening.